Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode 112 featuring the wholedancer.com Jess Spinner, what really causes cravings and how to deal. It is a food tip Friday here at Dance Tips Daily and it is November 20th, 2020. Cravings are something that we not only feel in regards to food, but maybe in regards to dance, a certain style that we feel like we want to tap into, or maybe our emotions. So with that being said, I want you to keep that in the back burner of your mind as I read Jess's blog to you today in regards to food and see what other connections you can make whenever she mentions the idea of craving. That being said, let's dance on into our blog. It's probably not what you think. The way you relate to food might not cross your mind often. You eat, you hopefully enjoy. Sometimes you might go overboard and pretty much 100% of us crave something at some point. From a nutrition standpoint, you might crave things that satisfy a nutrient need or deficiency. Craving chocolate when your body needs magnesium is a prime example of this. What I see more often for dancers is cravings that stem from lack or seeing foods as, in quotes, bad. If you have told yourself that carbs are no good and you're avoiding them at all costs, you'll probably also find yourself craving those forbidden foods. If you've sworn off cake and ice cream, same deal. You're going to have a hard time thinking about anything else. Another common thing is gravitating towards the, in quotes, bad foods so you have something else to focus on. You don't want to dwell on the feedback you've gotten about your body or technique, so instead you'll eat the cake so you can blame that for your challenges. Food becomes the scapegoat. It's the enemy. Something to be defeated, avoided, and feared. When your relationship with food goes down such a negative path, no matter how full you are, you'll feel empty. Food cravings are caused by the regions of the brain that are responsible for memory, pleasure, and reward. Do you remember a time you weren't at odds with your body? If you've been fighting to restrict, cut back, or avoid certain foods, or let's be honest, most food you're craving might just indicate that you're yearning for a time when food wasn't the enemy. Do you remember a time when you could eat cake and fully enjoy it? For many of us, we haven't felt so carefree since childhood. It won't happen overnight, but it is possible to get back to that happy place with food and your body. I've had the pleasure of guiding so many dancers and getting there. Will cravings still happen? Sure. But you'll allow yourself to indulge mindfully, enjoy the food, and move on. No guilt trip included. The Dancer's Best Body program was designed to help free you from your food fears and body hate and to support you in creating a positive and supportive mindset and strategy that will help you reach your body goals. 
Thank you so much to Jess Spinner of theholdyanswer.com for giving us permission to share her blog with you all today. Jess is a former professional ballet dancer turned health coach and founder of theholdyanswer.com. So not only does she have a holistic approach to when it comes to finding your best body as a dancer, she understands and has danced in your same shoes. So if you're interested in learning more about Jess, definitely check out the show notes as you can find all her information there. Now, let's take a little bit more of a deeper dive or read between the lines of Jess's blog. So what she was saying quite often was, in quotes, labeling certain cravings or things that we want as bad. And as dancers, I know we we can sometimes see in black and white as this is the correct step, this is not. So it's really hard to sometimes change our trajectory to thinking of seeing shades of gray. And if you're a dancer who has practiced meditation, this is something that has helped me greatly when it comes to in terms of acknowledging the thought that you have without any sort of judgment. So acknowledging that, yes, I do want to eat this whole chocolate cake and letting that be okay rather than thinking like, oh my gosh, why am I thinking this thought? This is so negative as a dancer. I should never think this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But just accepting the thought as what it is. Thoughts are never final. It's only the actions that we take that make our destiny happen. And even so after that, the steps that we've taken or mistakes that we made, those are never final either. We're always the authors or producers of our own story. So we can recreate, we can plot twist whatever direction we want to go. So I hope you're inspired today that you are the choreographer, you are the director of your own life. And no matter what choice you make, as long as it's true to you and you're honoring your own feelings and thoughts thoughts and hopes, then I think you're taking the right dance step in the correct direction. That's your short and sweet tip for the day. I wish you happy food thinking, happy food prepping, and of course, happy food eating. And as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today. And tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.